The Center for Medical Simulation presents Welcome everyone. We are simulationists across the globe bringing together our different perspectives as we discuss our failures in simulation and how to learn from these failures so that maybe we can save you from painful experiences. Welcome to SimFails. And other conversations from the SimSofa. I am Sasha Milobotti from Down Under, Australia. This is Kirsty Freeman coming to you from Singapore. This is Janice Palgatis from Boston, USA. What's up, my friends? Hello. Well, I want to start by saying, everyone, happy Healthcare Simulation Week. This is your yes. baby, Kirsty. Well, you know, it's many people's babies, but it, I just, it makes me so proud this week where we get the opportunity to really reflect and celebrate everyone within our community and what we do. I don't know. I, I suppose I'm really fortunate. I love my job and I love what I do. So this week sort of seems to be an opportunity to celebrate it. How are you both celebrating? Well, yes. And uh, my celebration is very restricted um, right now, unfortunately, because we had a lot of things planned. Um, and then, well, we're still in lockdown here where I live and all the courses in the Simpsons where I work at um, have been cancelled um, due to the restrictions and all the plans have gone out the window. However, <clears throat> the feeling is still there. And I really second and echo what uh, Kirsty just said because, yeah, I feel privileged uh, about this whole thing about being a simulationista and being able to teach people through this amazing tool that uh, what 10 15 years ago no one was even thinking about it or well, maybe i wasn't thinking about it really um i didn't know even though i existed it existed let's say it that way and uh, when i was introduced to it i was like no nah, we can't do this this is replacing patients with dolls this is never gonna work this is not how it's meant to be and then very quickly I got sucked into this and here I am and it is so amazing. It has taken, a, taken, um, taken off so much in the world and this week and this celebration for me is about recognizing the amazing um, things that simulation achieves in healthcare education. That's what I would like to say. You know, Isashi, you're so right. This is another year where we're celebrating uh, Healthcare Simulation Week in a pandemic. And there are people that are not going to be able to celebrate, you know, as they might like. But I think it's even, as you mentioned, that catalyst to stop and reflect and go, wow, look at where I am, look at what we've achieved um, in terms of patient safety, clinician safety. Uh, I think that's the bit that's really important. So even if you can't celebrate in ways that you may have hoped, just that opportunity to stop and reflect personally on what you bring, I think is really important. Um, I'm really fortunate this week that I do have the opportunity to have some face-to-face -face interaction. And I'm at the moment, it's uh, morning here in Singapore, and I'm actually planning on how to avoid a sim fail people in that I'm doing a CPR challenge today with our first year medical students. So um, as I said to them, you need to come attired to do CPR. So I'm just making sure I've got an outfit that is appropriate to be doing CPR today. So that's our first event for Healthcare Sim Week is having our students come in and practice their basic life support. 
But one of the things I'm really looking forward to is a virtual coffee that we're having with our simulated patients. Um, we've got a program of over 150 SPs and they have just been so spectacular over the last, you know, well, ever, but uh, particularly over during the pandemic as they've had to pivot and change. So looking forward to having a virtual coffee with them this week. Thanks so much for listening. SimFails will be back in just a minute. This week at the Center for Medical Simulation, we're wishing you a happy Healthcare Simulation Week 2021. We do have a few events this week. Uh, we have our DASH Raider Training Workshop, the Debriefing Assessment for Simulation in Healthcare. Janice Pelaganis will be leading that workshop along with Jenny Rudolph, and that is this Thursday, September 16th. There are still a few seats available. Next week, we have our Healthcare Simulation Essentials week-long course. That is an online version of that course, which we are really excited about. There are two planned in-person versions of this course in November and December. Those are both full with a wait list, so please make sure if you're interested in the in-person version of the course to visit www.harvardmedsim.org to find the next course available that is in-person and has available seats. There are also a few online courses planned for February, March, April, and May of 2022. So if you're interested in one of those, please be sure to visit today um, to make sure that there is still a seat available. And we will get you right back to SimFails right now. For us at MGHIHP, we are celebrating our PhD students. So we're highlighting each um, student that's doing their research in simulation, and we're going to be pushing it out through social media. And I'm just so proud of every single person that we have highlighted this week can't wait to post i think that's so cool yeah we forget, I'm so excited. we forget about the we forget about the researchers sometimes so i think it's really exciting to highlight those people that are contributing to the field in the area of research what i'm celebrating this week just on a personal level like in spirit with with many many other people i think we have come a long way in distance simulation, thanks to the push of the pandemic, but having done some survey work, having done all of the research that we're doing in the healthcare distance simulation collaboration, it's tremendous. And it's transforming our field in such a good way. And I'm really excited about it. So kudos to everyone out there that uh, you know, came up with creative solutions and not only came up with creative solutions, but disseminated your work so other people could use your findings. I, I would like to echo that. That is uh, so amazing what the world has achieved. And as you say, thanks to the pandemic, I think that something that I have learned through um, simulation and the pandemic is that we have been able to reach a lot further uh, especially in Australia being such a wide country, um, some rural areas that it's just impossible for them to come to us. And now we have just opened this possibility of doing Zoom simulation or whichever platform you're using. Um, and it's something that we wouldn't have considered as much in the past, but now it's like, yep, yeah, we can do this. And even if the pandemic is over, let, let's keep doing it because um, it makes it more possible for uh, rural communities to be able to receive sim education. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, obviously I worked in the rural space for a long period of time and um, there are many people that for 
you know, many years have been having to be creative in how they embed simulation in, uh, in you know, rural and regional environments all over the globe. I know I've had colleagues in Canada, um, you know, in some parts of Asia and obviously my friends in Western Australia, Country Health Service, that have um, had to do this for a long period of time. But um, now because everyone is in a similar situation, um, they've been able to upscale and I think really uh, working with those people that have been doing it in, on a small scale and really struggling, now they're going to reap the rewards of everyone coming on board. You know, the support of our, our, our commercial partners, so those people that, you know, produce some of the technology that we use, have really collaborated with those educators on the ground, the learners on the ground, wherever they are in the world, I think is really going to benefit all those patients that, uh, that live and breathe in those rural communities. On this note, I know for Healthcare Simulation Week, we are hoping that everyone will tweet to us some topics that we can talk about on our podcast. Perhaps you might be interested in joining us. I particularly would love to celebrate some learnings from distance simulation, maybe failures you've had during the pandemic that you've had really great takeaways that you can share with the rest of the world. Kirsty, Sasha, what particular sim fails are you looking to uncover? Ooh. Oh, for me, um, there's no such thing as failure, only lessons to be learned would be making a participant upset um, and learning from that and being less fearful of that situation. Um, I think that that's that's my my thing. So uh, for me, it's about practicing what we preach. In that, why not you know highlight, reflect on some of our failures, so that we can re-envisage them or rethink them. Because sometimes, you know, as I've heard Sasha say over some of our previous conversations, they're not always failures. You might see it as that at the time, but when you reflect. And reflecting with your community is a great way to, you know, refocus it and re-envisage it. I suppose we've talked a lot about some of the failures that many of us have experienced uh, in, you know, delivering simulation, um, leading a, a debrief. What I'd love to hear is if anyone's got any failures around engaging with their executive uh, in terms of trying to get buy-in for simulation, I think that would be really interesting to hear. I encourage you to share your experiences so others can learn from your maybe not so interesting successes at hashtag Simfail. Simfails and other conversations from the simulation sofa is brought to you by the Center for Medical Simulation. Find out more at harvardmedsim.org.